Chapter 5 of The Ghost of Kingdom Come by Reverend Gerald T. Brennan. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Maria Therese. A Piece of Clay. The morning mail brought me a postcard from Europe. It was from my good friend, the really and truly alive, not the ghost, Baron of Baghdad. On the postcard were written these words Father Gerald. Hope you are enjoying the peace and rest of Storm Castle. It was signed, The Baron. Peace and rest. If the living Baron of Baghdad only knew what was really happening in Storm Castle. If he only knew that I was spending my nights with a ghost. If the living Baron of Baghdad only knew that I was spending my evenings telling stories to his great-grandfather, wouldn't he be surprised? About midnight my ghost friend appeared. He stood before his picture hanging over the fireplace. He kept looking at the picture and seemed very pleased. "'Do you know who painted that picture of me?' he asked. "'No, Baron. Who did? Do you know?' "'Yes, my son, the second Baron of Baghdad.' The ghost seemed very friendly. "'Your son must have loved you very much,' I told him. "'Yes, he did. Very much. Very, very much.' The old Baron spoke sadly. "'That reminds me of another story,' I said. It does? Come, let me hear it, Father Gerald. The Baron seemed most eager to listen. I haven't told this story for a long time, I explained. I used to tell the story years ago, when I was a very young priest. It's one of my first stories. Old Benjamin Adams spent his whole life making statues. He made them all out of clay. He made statues of dogs, elephants, tigers. Why, Benjamin could make anything with a piece of clay. Day after day he worked in his shop. With his tiny knife and his piece of clay, old Benjamin was happy, happy as he made his figures from his piece of clay. Benjamin had three sons, Milton, Bernard, and Roy. For years Benjamin had worked for his sons. He loved his sons. Soon they would be men, and Benjamin was getting old. One night they were all seated at table. Old Benjamin and his sons, Milton, Bernard, and Roy, when the meal was finished, Benjamin looked at his boys and asked them a question. "'My sons,' asked the old man, "'do you love me?' The boys raised their heads. "'Father,' they said, "'you know that we love you.' Old Benjamin listened and nothing more was said that night about the question. Another night soon after, old Benjamin and his sons were seated at table. Once again Benjamin asked his sons, "'My sons, do you love me?' The boys were surprised. "'Why, certainly, father,' they said. "'We love you more than any other children ever love their father.' The three boys wondered why their father asked such strange questions. "'Maybe,' they thought, "'he is getting old and cannot think so well any more.' Two weeks later old Benjamin repeated his question to his three sons. "'My sons, do you love me?' The boys looked at their father, then at one another. "'Why, father?' they said. Three times you have asked us this question, and for the third time we give you the same answer. You know that we love you. Why do you keep asking us this strange question? Old Benjamin arose from his chair. My sons, he said, you have answered well. Three times I have asked you, and three times you have told me that you love me. Now I am going to give you a chance to prove to me that you love me. The old man pushed aside his chair. Slowly he left the room. He passed through the hall. 
He climbed the stairs and entered his shop. In the corner of the room on a table was a large lump of clay. Benjamin picked up the clay, carried it down the stairs, and placed the clay on the table before his three sons. Then he took a large knife. He cut the clay into three pieces. To each son, old Benjamin Adams gave a piece of clay. "'My sons,' he said, "'you have told me of your love. Now prove to me that you love me. Take your piece of clay and make it into my picture. Make a statue of me with your piece of clay. Then I shall know that you really love me.' Each son took his piece of clay. All three boys promised to make a beautiful statue of old Benjamin, their good father. Milton took his piece of clay and placed it in a drawer. He went off to play. Bernard took his piece of clay and began to work. He worked for a day or two. Then he grew tired. After all, he thought, there is no need to rush. There is plenty of time. And so Bernard pushed the clay aside, and he too went off to play. Roy took his piece of clay and began to work. For days and weeks he worked and worked, making a picture of his father from his piece of clay. Oh, it was beautiful when it was finished. His statue looked just like old Benjamin Adams. Roy was very happy. Months and months passed. Old Benjamin Adams said nothing. He watched and waited. Finally, one night the old father looked at his sons. He spoke quietly and asked the three sons to bring to him their pieces of clay made into his picture. Milton ran upstairs, opened the drawer, and there was the clay. It was hard and stiff. Try as he did, he could do nothing with the clay. It had turned into stone. He was sorry. He was sad. Bernard took his piece of clay. He had never finished the statue. The clay was dried out. It was a hard, ugly piece of stone. It was too late to do anything more. Milton and Bernard showed the horrible pieces of clay to their old father. We are awfully sorry, father, they pleaded. So am I, said the old father. Awfully, awfully sorry. Then Roy came to his father. Roy placed on the table a beautiful statue of his father, a perfect picture of old Benjamin Adams. Roy had worked hard to change the clay into a beautiful picture of his father. Old Benjamin Adams was happy. Roy, my son, you have done well. You have proven to me that you love me. From a piece of clay you have made a picture of the one you love. The father took the statue. He placed it on a shelf that all might see it. He stood before the statue and admired it. He loved it. This statue, the old man said, I will always keep before me. It is proof that my son, Roy, really loves me. And all through the years, Benjamin Adams kept the statue before him. He loved to look at it. The statue told him of Roy's love, the love of a son, a son who, from a piece of clay, made a picture of the father he loved. Day, Father Gerald, I like that story a lot the baron exclaimed. Why do you like the piece of clay story so much, baron? I asked. Well, I guess it is because that story is everybody's story. Everybody's story? What do you mean, baron? Why, you see, Father Gerald, the baron began to explain, God, like old Benjamin Adams and his pieces of clay, gives us all a body and soul. God asks us to take our body and soul and make a picture of God out of them. God says that if we really love him, we should try to become like him and do what he wants us to do. Isn't that right, Father? That's right, I encouraged the Baron to continue. Well, Father, the ghost continued, most people are like Benjamin Adams' two sons, who let their pieces of clay turn into stone. 
The people who make their body and soul look like God are the people who really love God best. And, I added, the people who make their pieces of clay into a picture of God. Those who really make their body and soul look like God are also the people whom God loves best. When the Baron had left, I knelt down and thanked God for letting me know the great Baron of Baghdad, a great ghost. End of chapter 5